Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Read about the Northern Wrestling Federation in the book presented by Russellville.com, The The Pro Pro Wrestling Wrestling Vault, Volume 2. Hear the story of Roger Ruffin, the man who trained Carl Anderson, Anderson, the Monster Monster Abyss, Jordan Clearwater, Chris Harrison, Jillian Hall. Plus 45 other short stories including Jazz, Bobby Eaton, Kamala, Thunder Rosa, Mario Mancini, Scott Casey, PJ Black, Carrie Morton, Sal Renaro, Jeremiah Plunkett, Colby Carino, Bam Bam Malone, and many others. Get your book today at Russellville.com. Russellville. It's where wrestling lives. You're listening to the Russellville Podcast with yours truly, the Diamond Queen, Evelyn Carter. You're listening to the Russellville Podcast. I'm your host, Vinny Berry, and my guest today is... Evelyn Carter, professional wrestler for three years now from Dallas, Texas. Evelyn, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me on today. Hey, thank you for, for coming on and thank you for giving me your time. I wanted to talk to you a little bit about your career and, you know, get to know you a little bit. Talk about uh, how did you get involved in pro wrestling? Not the typical way that most people do because I was long long ago before I started wrestling I was under the impression that this was not something that everyone could just do so I had no idea that the independent circuit existed all I did was watch WWE a little bit when I was a teenager and that was it so I got into it through my college professor he looked at me I I walked in he was my sociology professor and my mentor at the time well, still my mentor today. And he, the very first thing he said to me when I walked into his classroom, he asked if I was a fighter and I had no idea what he was talking about. And so I was just, I was shocked. And I was like, no, I'm not a fighter. And he's like, oh, oh, so, so you don't wrestle. You don't do, you don't, you don't fight. And I'm like, I do Muay Thai for fun. But other than that, I've just played tennis. And he's like, okay, okay. I'm gonna get you into wrestling. And at first I thought he meant like Greco collegiate wrestling. And I'm like, 
no, you know, you're not. And I soon found out that he meant um, independent wrestling and uh, sports entertainment. And then I was like, oh, um, still no. <laughs> and then so for one weekend, instead of having class, he told all the students, including myself, hey, show up to this venue, help set up, tear down, all that fun stuff. And um, that'll be your class credit for today. And so I show up ready to work. I do work. And the next thing you know, I'm being thrown in there with a bunch of like hairy, stinky men. And they're like, okay, do a bump. And I'm just like, okay. And I did it. And I immediately fell in love with it. I, I can see where, I guess, the appeal, right? You know, it's it's kind of dangerous. It's exciting, right? I mean, you get the escape right it's it it's escape. all that stuff right it absolutely is an escape for me i with wrestling i feel like i can just go so off hinged and i can be like the monster deep down inside that everyone like hides away that they can't like put out into the universe i feel like i can let that monster come out a little bit and so it's very it's very therapeutic <laughs> yeah I, I yeah i could imagine i was a part of the uh MMA company and to be a part of that and to see that different side of life, right? I guess you could say, I mean, because it's, I don't see that every day walking down the street, right? That's not the normal thing that I, I see, but when I worked for this company, that kind of became my environment, you know, it was working with the promoter. I was working with the fighters. I was uh, going to the, the gym and I was writing these stories and listening to people tell me, you know, their life stories and what happened. And so it, it, it is a, it's different, right? I mean, and you were a student at the time and then you became a wrestler so your world kind of changed, right? Oh, it completely changed. It did a complete 180. Like total, like three years ago, you wouldn't, like you would not be able to recognize the person I was three years ago. Three years ago, I was um, mentally, I was very timid. I was very shy. I was in a, I was in a bad relationship at the time. I like, my soul was just like slowly dying and I had no confidence and wrestling gave me so much confidence mentally, physically. I finally was able to just completely rip off this mask that society placed on me. And I was able to be the person who I knew I was. And so I took charge of my life. I changed damn near everything about it. And now I'm the happiest I've ever been. And I've never had more confidence. I've never had more strength and more um, just overall a positive attitude about everything, really. Talk a little bit about the friends that you were hanging out with at the time and in, in your family. You know, the people that were close to you, what was what was their reaction to your decision to follow this path? I didn't have many friends at the time because, uh, like I said, I was in a very like controlling relationship, and so I didn't have like that freedom to have a lot of friends. But the uh, the one best friend, or the the two best friends that I did have at the time, um, 
after that first day of that first bump and I realized this is what I wanted, um, this is what I want to do. I called them immediately, immediately. As soon as I got in my car, I called them and they started screaming their heads off because <laughs> they were so excited because all three of us watched like uh, Destiny. She's my, sorry, my cat's being a menace. <laughs> my best friend, Destiny, she's the one who got me into wrestling, into watching wrestling in the first place. And so when she heard I was doing this, she was just, they're probably, based on what I remember, I could hear her crying a little bit because she was just so happy. She's like, what? You're going to do this? Oh, my God. And um, and then when I told my parents, I don't know, they just, they didn't, they just kind of expected me to do it <laughs> because they're just like, yes, this doesn't really surprise us that you're doing this. So go ahead. <laughs> like, I mean, what are they going to do? I was 20, I was like, 26 years old they, they can't tell me what to do <laughs> right right yeah at some point they they gotta let you be your own person right right and so they were not surprised at all Did, whenever i said hey i'm doing this now they're like yeah we okay yeah that were, were, were they surprised that you decided to stick with it though i wouldn't say surprised if anything i would say that they didn't have a complete understanding of what it was exactly and then once, so my father to this day has not seen me wrestle, except for the one time that I was on AEW Dark, because TV. They don't live far away, but my father is one of those people that doesn't really care for professional wrestling. <laughs> and because he's like, it's not a real sport. And I'm like, okay, dad, sure. <laughs> and uh, my mom, though, my mom's been to a few of my shows, and it, it wasn't until... It wasn't until my mom saw me in action that it kind of clicked for her, like, damn, she's good at this. Yeah. And it's been really fun with her coming to my shows because she's seen me progress and get better over the years. And this last time she saw me a few or yeah, a few months ago, I think it was like back in December, actually. She she came up to me afterwards. She's like, oh, my God, sweetie, you've gotten so good. Oh, my God, you're terrifying. And I'm like, Thank you, mother. And then my dad didn't start taking it seriously until his physical therapist um, actually recognized me. So he was he was doing therapy for his shoulder for a while back in uh, March, and he was just you know chatting it up. And so he's getting to the point to where he since I debuted on AEW, like since I was aired on TV, he he'll brag about it a little bit like, yeah, my daughter's a professional wrestler. Her name's Evelyn Carter. And his therapist was like, no shit. I actually know her. Like, I've seen her wrestle. She's awesome. And my dad was like, <laughs> like he was back. flabbergasted. And so yeah. it was that time where he was like, oh, my God, my daughter. <laughs> right, right. I, I, uh, I've written some books and I try to get out to as many shows as I can to sell the books. And, you know, there for a long time, my wife was like, what is it about wrestling that you like so much? What is it about? Why, why do you like it? You know, I, I couldn't convince her. Right. But then I'd start going to these shows and sell the shows. Sometimes we'd go to San Antonio or Corpus and she'd go with me. And, and then she'd, uh, you know, spend a little time at the show. And then she was like, uh, and then the next trip she was saying, well, is Thunder Rosa going to be there? Is who's going to be there? Uh, you know, like, now she's getting curious right it's like you know how many matches are there going to be and is that is that one lady that we saw last time going to be there it was like oh you're you're getting into this now yeah. so 
it, it's fun, right? It's totally fun. And that's what's so funny. People, if they've never really watched it, they're kind of like, I don't know. But then like eight times out of 10, like they go to one show and then they're like, oh my God, this is great. Now it depends on the show. I will right. say that. It uh, depends yeah. on who this me. <laughs> sure. But uh, everyone that I've met, anytime, anytime I'll talk to them at my merch tables or whatever, and I'll ask them like, oh, are you enjoying the show? Oh, uh, is this your first time? And they always say, yeah, this is my first time. This is dope. Like, I love this. This is great. I'll be back next month. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. And, and well, of course, that's, that's what you want to do, right? Get them coming back. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, when you talk about independent wrestling, the smaller venues, what I enjoy so much about it is you, you, you know, you can be the last one in the door and still have a decent. Right. Visible. Right. Like you get up close and personal. People want to be snobby. Like, Oh, it's not WWE. Oh, it's not AEW. No, if anything, it's better. Cause one, it's not going to be three, four, five hours long. Two, you can probably be up nice and close to where you'll be involved, <laughs> depending on who the bad guy is. Right. Like, so much more intimate. And right. personally, granted, yes, wrestling in front of thousands of people is a rush. It's a, one, it's a fantastic feeling. But there's just something about those intimate venues that I like a lot better. 500 and less, I'm just like, man, I'm going to pop y'all. Like, y'all going to be... Mm. <laughs> yeah and and then you know like myself or anybody else can come up and talk to you after the show right and right that's not happening at a that's not happening at aew or wwe I mean, you might not want to come talk to me because i'm not nice but you know whatever <laughs> i had this one guy at the last show here he, um, I got in his face after my match because I heard him talking smack. And so I'm not one of those people that's just going to walk away and be like, oh, like, no, I'm going to get in your face. And so I got in his face and he wasn't ready for it. Um, he followed me out. Like I was, I was semi-main. So there was one more match and he followed me out into the hallway and he, it was very creepy. At the time I was just, I just finished wrestling. I was tired. I was trying to go get some water. And so I didn't pay too much attention to it, but looking back on it, it was extremely creepy and uh, kind of disheartening that it happened. But I was talking with a few of my students and then he just, he pops up and he's just big, massive dude. Like I'm a big girl, but this was a big dude. And he, he's, he was asking me for a hug and I'm just like, no, like what? No, get away from me. Uh-uh. Like, one, because, you know, I don't like you. I'm not going to hug you. Like, the only people, even though I don't like children, the only people I hug are children. Like, I'm not going to hug a grown-ass man. And he started following me into the locker room. He started, like, following me in that hallway. And it wasn't until I turned around and I saw that he was following me, I threatened him. I'm like, if you do not back up, I'm going to kick a hole right in your chest, sir. Step back. And then I turned around and I like ducked in that door real quick. And like at the time, I didn't think anything of it. But looking back, I'm like, that's not okay. Right. So that's the only downside of small venues. Like stuff like that can and does happen. Still, I still prefer it. Well, you know, in talking to the guys from years past, they, they used to always say, you know, they, they push the envelope with the crowd, you know, they'd yell at them and stuff like that. But, but, They'd say, hey, 
we never touched them unless they put their hands on us first. Right. Yeah. And, and that's a rule. Like that's like a common rule of thumb. Like we will but, not do anything unless we feel like we're in danger or if you put your hands on us first. Right. Yeah. And that goes outside of the business of pro wrestling. <laughs> that's just life in general. Amen. That's just Amen. life in general. Hey, I heard a story of uh, Soraya Knight paid his mother. Uh, she was wrestling in Chicago and somebody, I don't know, grabbed her hair or something and she hit him. And then she went back in the dressing room and the cops came back there and asked her if, hey, did you hit this guy and so-and-so? And she said, yeah, he wanted to play. I like to play. <laughs> right. Like, that's what's so stupid to me. People think that just because we're there to entertain doesn't mean we're not, like, it doesn't mean we're going to accept, like, any type of abuse from you. Like, well, first off, you're It's not open it. season. It's not open season on wrestlers. And that's what's so funny to me. It's like, oh, you really want to play this game with me. Like, you really want to play. Like, I've never had anyone try to fight me because I'm going to say it's mostly because of my size. And so they realized, oh, she could kill me. But, um, yeah, no, I see videos of that all the time of, like, fans getting into it. And it's like, what makes you think that we are not just going to knock your ass out? Like, I don't understand. Like, have some decency. First of all, you paid to see me. And you really want to get escorted out of here? You want to jip your 20, 25 bucks just because you want to take a swing at me because you got your feelings hurt? Then get the, get out of here. It's a show. It's a show. It's a good time, people. Let's have some fun. Like, just just shut up and watch. You know what? You're you're in a good era of wrestling, right? I mean, women's wrestling is on fire. It wasn't like that 20 years ago. It really wasn't. Um, I feel like that's just because women haven't had much. We didn't have a big platform to speak on back then um, because it was kind of like yeah i can say it was pretty abusive i feel like it was pretty abusive with uh women back then they didn't they didn't have as much freedoms it was more of that um oh i can find a dime a dozen of you because women weren't expected really to perform that much it was just more like hey you're pretty put this on and go in the ring yeah no respect like not saying that the women didn't do any hard work they absolutely did it's absolutely admirable what they did but they weren't taking ser taken seriously as athletes. These days, you cannot, like, you can't deny that we're athletic. Look at anyone on NXT, AEW, WWE, you can't deny our athleticism. You really can't. Oh, yeah, absolutely. When, you, when you're watching a wrestling program and you're, you're seeing women who are, say, on the big stage, who are, who are some wrestlers that you like to watch? Who are some of the women that would catch your eye? I, I love watching Chris Statlander. I love watching her. She's fantastic. Um, and on like the bigger stage, definitely Rhea Ripley. She's just so incredible. Raquel is awesome. Pretty much, I, I relate to any of the big girls <laughs> because I'm a big girl. And it's, it's cool. I get to see like all these, like all these women doing like all these flips and stuff. But I'm just like, I can't do that. So I'm just going to like watch these other women. But just seeing how incredible they are is just awesome. Because I do a lot of, 
I watch a lot of the old school stuff too. And so I can like make that immediate comparison of like the eighties to now. And I'm just like, man, it has changed so much. I mean, it's changed a lot for the men too, but it's changed a hell of a lot more for the women. And so I really love seeing that progression. Right. Well, when I was started watching wrestling, uh, women were like an exhibition, right? And it was like, yeah, pop- popcorn matches, water break matches, like it ain't nothing serious about. Now right. you got women main eventing, like. Yeah. And it, or, or you have promotions that are all women. Or promotions that are our women or promotions that have more than one women's match, which yeah. I would love to see more of. And I prefer, yeah, all women promotions as dope too. But as I, I want it to be a regular thing where you have more than one woman's match on the card. And I know that's, it's easier said than done because there aren't a lot of women in this industry. Like you would, you think there are, but when you look at the comparison between women and men, it's like dwarfed, like you cannot find a, a, a woman wrestler within a stone's throw from you like you got to travel pretty far now i'm blessed to live in the great state of texas and so we got a lot of great uh female talent out here you do but we do still not nearly enough yeah and when you look over the landscape of texas wrestling who are some of the the women that you would throw in there you know, I mean, when you say, wow, we've got some good talent. I mean, for the for the listeners, let them know who they are. Oh, right off the bat, I'm going to say is going to be Maddie Rankowski. You got Danny B. You've got um, you've got Charity King, like the uh, Rache Chanel. Like, are you kidding me? You got CC within our own organization. Reza Clark, <laughs> Morgan Mercy, like I could go on, <laughs> like of all these women, and like Alejandra Lyon, like I could go on with all these women that I know of that I've worked, and so it's just so awesome to, it's awesome to have that confidence when people, especially when other promoters, like, hey, do you know any women that could work? Oh, Olivia Vegas, I can't forget my girl. We fight a lot, <laughs> but. Um, it's so awesome when promotions ask me like, Hey, do you know any other women that could come? And I'm like, I got you. Like I have a list on my phone of just like, just a list of all these women with their socials. And I'm like, here, reach out to them. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. And, um, have you had the opportunity to, uh, meet or work against Mia Friday? Yep. I've worked Mia Friday. Yeah. It, she's, uh, uh she's, she's good people, right? Oh, she is. Oh my gosh, she is, her energy is just so contagious. And I'm a very, um, if you couldn't tell, I'm a very mutable person. Like I'm just very chill and she is very anti-chill. And so you would think it doesn't work, but it works quite well. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, she's she's a lot of fun. And I interviewed her right after she got her driver's license. She was about 16. She was so excited. She was like, hey, Two weeks ago, I got my driver's license, and now my parents say I can drive to my own show. <laughs> I'm sure they're very grateful for that now. <laughs> they don't want to have to do it. <laughs> you know, it's uh, what do you think about wrestlers starting that young? I mean, it's uh, it's one of those wrestling's one of those sports that you know there's a certain shelf life to it, right? I mean, you're not going to be able to do it forever. Is there an advantage or a disadvantage of doing it at 15, that age, 14, 15, 16? 
I feel like there is a major advantage as long as you're in good hands. Like I know a lot of people would uh, take advantage of like a younger talent and they'd get burned out really quickly. But yeah, there's a great advantage to learning that young. And then um, because like you, the average age, I've noticed that the average age range for wrestlers now, like when I travel, it's like 22 to 26, 22 to 26 is the average of the people that I meet mostly. And so the beautiful thing about wrestling, as long as you take care of your body, you can actually do it for a very long time. Like I'm not, because I, I just recently wrestled I Ivelisse Velez and she told me she'd been doing it for what, 20 years? And I'm just like, Jesus, but she, she's fantastic. Like you take care of your body, you take care of your mind, you keep your nose clean. Like you can do this for a long time. As far as starting at a young age, I can definitely see it as a good advantage but i wouldn't see it as a better advantage because starting young and starting older has its own advantages you're when you're older you're a little more mature you can make sounder decisions you get a little bit more beat up but you can adjust to the physicality of it with younger um it's good for you in a sense that it can definitely like steer you the right direction and give you confidence if you start at the proper school if you start with the proper support system around you. That's the hardest part is finding a strong support system to help you through this because it's not only physically demanding, but it is an extremely emotionally and mentally demanding industry. And so you have to have a very strong mindset in order to survive. And I think you, you mentioned it, that it is so important for, I guess the trainee or the, the newer student to, to have that, but um, what are some of the things that you would say to, you know, a young person looking for a school? Hey, wh what are some of the things that you you need to look for? I'd watch out for this, or you know, uh, ask them this. What 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 advice would you give if someone was shopping for a, a wrestling training facility? If someone's shopping for a wrestling facility in the DFW area, I'm gonna say, you know check out bumps and bruises because the head coach is pretty good. <laughs> and um, there are a couple of things you can do. Uh, personally, I think you can do is one, do your research on the school Two, do your research on the owner and a few students and go to one of their shows. Like these schools, like they run student showcases, they run monthly shows, seminars, like check out this, like you can check out the school and you can even visit before like signing anything. And so just like check it out and don't be afraid to ask questions, not only to the owners, but to the students as well. Like just, just go up to someone, pull them aside. Like, Hey, like, do you, like, what do you think of your, like, do you actually like the school? Like, what's the training like? And they'll be honest with you. Like, you just gotta be like, I'm always honest with these. Like we got, we got a brand new student that came in yesterday and I told him, I hope you are ready to throw up. Cause you probably gonna throw up every day for the next three weeks. It sucks, but you'll get used to it. Um, yeah, just ask questions, ask a lot of questions. Like, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. We granted, yes, we are superstars, but we are people. <laughs> right. Right. And, uh, have you had the opportunity to wrestle outside of the state of Texas? Oh yeah, absolutely. I've wrestled in Arkansas, Tennessee, Oklahoma, Ohio, and I'm actually going to London in September. Oh, that should be exciting. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. Yeah. How long are you guys going to go out there for? 
leaving on a Thursday and we'll get there on a Friday, wrestle Saturday and Sunday, and then fly back Monday. Oh, so wow. very quick, very quick trip. I don't know how I'm going to feel about it. I kind of wish I could stay a little longer, but I got to get back in time because then the following weekend I'm hopping on the plane again and going to Arizona. <laughs> so. Okay. <laughs> well, definitely contrasts of, of weather, I would believe. I'm, I'm going to die. <laughs> I'm going to die from either the jet lag or the change in weather. <laughs> yes, no kidding. No kidding. What, what do you find? What do you find when you do go to other places, say other states? You said you have gone to Tennessee and uh, Arkansas. What, what do you think? You know, are the styles a little different or do you, you know, uh, maybe the opportunity to wrestle different people? I mean, that all that's got to help, right? Kind of get you out of your comfort zone a little bit, wouldn't you say? Oh, absolutely. I love wrestling new people. It's a little, it's a little intimidating because it's like, okay, you don't know how they're going to be. But when you reach to a point, like thankfully I have already reached this point to where it honestly doesn't matter who I work in the ring. Like I'm going, like, it's going to be good. I'm going to make it as good as I can. It's going to be a good fight. It's going to be entertaining either way. But I really like um, experiencing new, um, new individuals to wrestle i really do appreciate that because the styles are different and the crowds are different too like some are some are like really into it some are not so much more like the japanese style crowds and like some crowds are just not like tennessee crowds are terrible they are bad human beings they are terrible people <laughs> but what, did, the Texas, huh? what did they throw at you man just like there's a difference between insults to be funny and then insults to just be a complete asshole and be nasty. And they are just so nasty. Like I've never actually flipped off any, like a crowd before, but I, man, I was like tearing into them when I had a wrestle in Tennessee. It was bad. Wow. I literally asked the promoter, Hey, what's not allowed. And they're like, well, this is our unchained. So this is our unchained event. So go crazy. I'm just like, that <laughs> well evelyn how can fans find you on social media if they want to look you up if they want to see any of your work where can they go and where can they find you how can they get get in touch with evelyn carter man i made it super easy so aside from facebook just looking up evelyn carter you can't miss this face and you can also just look me up on Instagram and Twitter. Super stupid easy. The Evelyn Carter. That's all you got to look up. And I will be there. You will see me doing my little flexi flex. And you cannot mistake me for anyone else. <laughs> and and the hair. You stand oh, out yeah. with the hair. Oh, absolutely. Like, I don't know anyone that has amazing, curly, beautiful hair like me. <laughs> or all my tattoos. <laughs> Evelyn, it's been a pleasure talking to you today. I've really enjoyed our conversation for sure. Yeah, definitely. It's been fun. It was really good talking with you. All right. Well, we'll have to do it again, okay? Yep, absolutely. You're listening to the Russellville Podcast, where wrestling lives. The Pro Wrestling Vault. 35 short stories including Harley Race, Barrett Brown, Ricky Morton, Cordell Walker, Tracy Smothers, and Tim Storm. 
along with 400 photos from the independent scene. Get your book today by going to Russellville.com. Russellville, it's, it's where wrestling, wrestling lives. lives.